Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Art and Jacob podcast. Uh, I do believe we have an official name for this podcast. Uh, is that right? I believe so. I believe that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go with the big reveal? Uh, you go for it. All right, okay. Can I get a drum roll? Uh, no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that fucking an audio slave song or what? <laughs> that sounds like me jerking off. That's the wow. sound I make when I jerk off. Like with a rock star in hand or yeah. what? Uh, no, I guess we're gonna call ourselves the 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 Podfathers or whatever with a yep. Z at the end. Podfathers with a Z. Yeah, because uh, Podfathers with an S uh, is a podcast hey. about real life dads, uh, fucking talking about dad shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna step on their territory. The next episode's gonna be about fatherhood. Yeah, cause what? <laughs> Yo, put your baby on a leash. They don't get lost at Disneyland that way. Yeah, you fucking irresponsible parents. That's how Harambe got fucking killed, you motherfuckers. Harambe? <laughs> Harambe, fool. You called him Harambe. I said Harambe, oh, dude. True. You're all what drunk is... and shit. Sorry. I'm down uh, 240s right now. Yeah, fucking King Cobra style, man. Yeah. Oh. Uh, with that said, I don't know if, one, I want to talk about sponsorship. Yeah, fucking where's me undies at, man? I'm trying to get some free underwear. Yeah, so we got two sponsors so far. Three sponsors. We're sponsored by King Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> So they don't know that, but they're sponsoring us. Our somehow. royalties are very small. We're also sponsored by uh, In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. At go, least I hope. So. Go, go. Make sure you go to In-N-Out and tell them that uh, you heard this fucking ad at the Podfathers <laughs> podcast, and they'll give you fifteen percent off make anywhere. Sure, make sure to mention the Podfathers, and that Lizzie. is fifteen percent off anywhere, any store you go to. Free just animal say. style. So just. Say it with a very convincing voice, and I guarantee you. Okay. And don't and don't blink and make constant eye contact. Uh, also, ask for the manager discount. That always works. Yeah. So, with that being said, would well, you like to say what the topic is today? Yeah, the the first uh, three topics we talked about uh, is fucking <laughs> Trump, and then uh, we talked about uh, our journeys through rap and then rock. And I think this podcast we're gonna go. If you didn't get the get it from the intro, uh, Unsolved Mysteries intro, we're going to be talking about fucking conspiracy theories and unexplained paranormal activities. Uh, yes, sir, we are. <laughs> and we're going to have a special guest, too, so uh, uh, hopefully he's on his way. Um, Anthony Big Papa Ochoa. Big, uh, Big Anthony Kiedis Ochoa. That's yeah, it. Anthony Kiedis? Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ochoa. Different guy. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, go to In-N-Out um, and stay tuned to the podcast. Yep. Uh, support In-N-Out and support our podcast. Pretty fucking hot. That was a bad idea. I shouldn't have smoked. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been here like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> How fast were you going? Like 40. Damn, don't you live out by Ming Avenue now? Yeah, I fucking did. 40. I honestly was like, oh, I hope he comes, man. Like, I was like, I, he might not show up. He might get too tired. No, I fucking... I, I went down. Uh, I'm fucking drinking this. I live. I live by South here in White Lane, so I just took mm. White Lane to Cottonwood down Dude, I would be so fucking scared of getting pulled over and shit. Oh yeah, I was de- scared to death. Goddamn. I was listening to Run the Jewels and like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. I do have a Run the Jewels story. Today I was driving this thing for work. I won't say where I work, uh, but I was driving this thing for work and I was blasting Run the Jewels and I was like fucking into it. And all of a sudden, like, I heard something, and I realized it was my phone, so I went to go check for it. And the minute I checked for it, like, I hit the center divider using the, the company vehicle, and I was like, oh, shit! 
Goddamn. So yeah, man, run the jewels. Fuck me up today. Well, well, that's it, everybody. Uh, welcome to the podcast. And oh, should tell us, yeah, we record. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the great. beauty of this thing, man. It's fucking organic and natural and shit. So what's up, guys? We're joined by Anthony Otoo. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up, guys? I'm Anthony. People call me the Och Ocho, ESPN the Ocho, Ochoa, Ocho Cinco, the Chode. Not because of, <laughs> of my dick, it's just because, you know, cho, choa. Yeah, you know, play on words, people. Yeah, get your mind out of goddamn government. Fucking freaks. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by my 35-pound uh, dog, Peppy. It's the day before the 4th of July. Motherfuckers are lighting off fireworks already. Got him scared to death. So if you hear a dog in the background, it's not me turning into a dog like Snoop Dogg and what's my name. It's just this little cute little bugger here. But anyways, we're going to be talking about some conspiracies. We're going to be talking about... Um, what may or may not be uh, making the government work, and we're also going to be talking about some paranormal activity. So um, sit back, crack a beer, and take off your pants, like Stone Cold would say. And let's have some fun. So he says, "Take off your pants." Well, the, the Luke Gallows version of Stone Cold does. <laughs> I've never heard once heard Stone Cold say. Well, I have to to play it for you after the podcast, everybody. But anyway, (laughs) sorry. Luke Gallows' version of Stone Cold does okay, and I like to think the real Stone Cold does. So, anyways, um, so art. um, Yes. Let's get into this. Let's do this. Let's talk about uh, what got you into conspiracy theories, because I feel like you're probably the most versed out of all uh, three of us on this. Uh, I don't what know. is a conspiracy? How about that? How about you oh, man. What is a conspiracy? A conspiracy, to me, is uh, something that has evidence behind it, but it can't truly be proven. Uh, like, the verdict is still out. So, um, to me, that's what a conspiracy is. When there's multiple, like, red flags on something... Um, and you kind of know it, I would, I would, uh, I would say like, you know, when like you're in a relationship and a girl's phone keeps going off in the middle of the night and it's like, Hey, that's kind of fishy as fuck. And you kind of think she's cheating on you, but you don't know. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start crying right now. Let's not get into that. Let's just say you take her phone charge it up for her all of a sudden she gets a text message in the middle of the night you're like who the fuck's that and she's like I don't know who's Chad yeah who the fuck is Chad huh, huh? anyways so um probably a lifeguard probably a lifeguard <laughs> <laughs> perhaps like fucking Zach Efron god said. damn it's like listening to the Beatles but uh probably better looking than me yeah probably way better looking than me less man boobage damn damn my man boobs I know um so anyways, to me, that's a conspiracy theory. Whenever uh, there's too many red flags. Do you guys have A conspiracy can also means, you know, like when a group of people colluded to, you know, commit some sort of act, most likely a crime. Oh, yeah. And then they covered it up somehow, you know. I think that's also can be considered, considered a conspiracy. Definitely. Yeah. That's so, why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> the brain's so, yeah. by the opposite. The brain. Yeah. So... What kind, of, who, what kind of conspiracy theorists do you guys follow? I know there's a lot of different ones. Me, personally, I got into conspiracy theories when I um, started listening to Talk is Jericho, and this guy named Greg Carlwood uh, got on there. And um, he has a podcast that I listen to a lot called The Higher Side Chats, uh, otherwise, a.k.a. THC. Um, if you get that joke, all good. Um, but what kind of... Po- yeah. So what kind of podcasts or uh, conspiracy theorists are, do you guys follow? Well, me, I, uh, I don't know, man. I used, to, I, 
As far back as I can remember, honestly, I always questioned things, and then, you know, I remember looking up videos on YouTube, like, back in, like, 2004, mm -hmm. at my friend's house, you know, like, uh, mostly about the Illuminati and the JFK assassination of 9-11. You know, I never really listened to, you what? know, a conspiracy theory, so I was just, I was just into would you that say like when, when the Zeitgeist movie came out, that internet movie? I think that movie's bullshit. It's a cool movie, but that whole religion thing, and then it gets into like... And it, gets into some, it gets into some crazy shit, like I think... Don't they talk about Planned Parenthood? No, I was like, I think there's like the first there's, part of it is religion. There's like two Zeitgeist, and then I think I know what you're talking about. Like it starts off like, it's like 9-11, Jesus... And like the and central it, banking, yeah, the central banking. But then it gets into some weird shit that I just didn't agree with. Oh, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, I think they started reaching after yeah. that. Yeah, um, I mean, for me, it was uh, there was like a a show on Fox, uh, the TV, the it was just like the moon landing was a hoax, and it was just like on. Was Fox it with that X Files guy? Uh, it was with uh, Jordy from from uh, from Nails. Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordy from Star Trek, no. Uh, he hosted it. Oh, and it was just about how the moon landing was, like, potentially a hoax. And I was just like, that's fucking weird. And I saw it when I was a little kid. And for some reason, I just believed that to be, like, fact. Like, oh, yeah, the moon landing is a hoax. And as I got older, I started seeing a lot more, like, YouTube videos. And, and like, um, our friend Blake was telling us about the Illuminati. And then I started just, <laughs> Blake, like... Blake, out of all people. Yeah, of all people, Blake was like, have you ever heard of the Illuminati? And I was just like... No, I have no idea what we're talking about. But then I started like looking more and more into it, and like, um, I remember like in high school, uh, my history teacher told me about the sinking of the Lusitania ship, which is like a, you know, a cruiser ship that the United States decided to sail into like enemy waters just so the Germans would sink it on purpose. Justification. Yeah, justification. Which kind of reminds me of a, a link that you sent me earlier this morning. What, like, you want to talk about that? I, uh, yeah, the whole I forget the details about it, but pretty much the the cold, the, not the cold war, Desert Storm, the Kuwait, Kuwait, yeah. all that was justified by, you know, I think George Bush Senior was talking about incubators and babies, some crazy shit like that, you know, just to put fear on people. All these fucking dudes are inhumane or whatever they do this and that, and they had some girl that was supposed supposedly from Iraq, or Kuwait or whatever, testifying, you know, attesting to. You know, the claims that they were making, you know, and uh, to rally, you know, Congress into letting them go invade. Yeah. And uh, it worked, and then it turns out that that fucking girl was, like, the daughter of the Saudi Arabian prime minister, like, wow. or the ambassador to the U.S. or some shit. And, oh, yeah, you know, that, sound, that sounds like some crazy illegal shit, you know? No one went to jail, honestly. It's it just like, it's like a bait, like, you know, and like... I feel like that's a conspiracy, too, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like to bait us into that. You know? Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> yeah, if it's on Wikipedia, it's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's how I kind of feel like we're going. Not to get political again, but like with that guy that went over to North Korea, I feel like Trump's wanting to do that. Like he's wanting to pick some kind of war with somebody to justify his presidency. Kind of like with that guy that went over to North Korea that, that died or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that's one, but I mean... Oh, a student? Or? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that was an idiot. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I feel like that, was that a conspiracy could be... There. Just, that was just stupid shit. Yeah, just some stupid idiot going to fucking uh, North Korea and trying to steal some shit for his frat or for his girlfriend or something. Yeah, wasn't he like that's back, a fucking elaborate ass fucking? But when you think about it, that's an elaborate ass uh, fucking like prank. Oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what. That, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's true. I believe it. Yeah. It's fucking wild, but it makes sense. 
Like, <laughs> white I, I, people, man. What the fuck are you guys doing? Hey, that, I'm only half white, so I don't know what the you fuck You represent they every white person listening right now, so. No, man, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But that does get us into, uh, like, false flags type of thing. Like, false flag scenario. And, um... So, wait, oh, oh, no, no, feel free to no, I wanna chime. No, uh, fucking, uh... Shout out to Coast to Coast AM. Oh, That's hell thing I yeah. To when I was a kid uh, with our Art Bell and George Murray, I used to get high with my fucking friends from high school and listen to that shit in their stereo and my friend's Camaro. Dude, okay, well, well, we're on that topic really quick. I'm sure you've heard of the um, the guy that calls that works at Area 51. He yeah, calls that the crazy Art Bell shit. Show. Have you ever heard of that? No, what is it? Okay, so this guy calls from, uh, he says, like, I used to work for uh, Area 51. And um, um, I need to tell you guys some stuff. And so he's like saying, one, you guys need to get ready for disasters. The the government knows about aliens. The government the government has aliens. He's They're, crying. Yeah, he's like he's saying it. And actually, if uh, you know that Tool Lateralis album, oh, it's what? the very last track. Is the hidden oh, track? Oh shit! Yeah, that's that, yeah. it. And that, so and uh, and uh, a song by the Faceless, like that phone call is playing. There's like chugging and like, it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even know if he's like, <laughs> yeah. if he knows how good he is, but he's like crying on it, and you can't help but to feel like anxious while you listen to it because you're just, you just, he's just going on about like the government could be moving us to safe locations right now, uh, and as the phone call is going on, the radio station itself is like getting fucked up and distorted, and wow. the Art Bell, the host of the TV show, the the radio show, is just like, what's going on? What's going on? And all of a sudden, the entire radio signal just drops. Wow. And a few minutes later, it, come, it comes back, and then they're like, hey, what the hell just happened? That's never happened in our history of, of, uh, of like doing the show. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of minutes later, he calls back, and he's just like, oh, I was just joking, guys. Like, that was a joke. Like, and then Art Bell's like, are you sure? Because that's never happened, and like, I kinda, I'm a little bit freaked out. Like, I think like, the government kind of took my signal down because they were actually afraid of you. Like saying that stuff on my radio show, like gun to his head, kind of saying it was joking. Yeah, and it's just like, no, yeah, I was just joking, guys. That's just a joke. I was just goofing. And it was like a total different from like where he was a couple of minutes ago, where it sounded like he was crying, like saying like, we got to start preparing for this alien invasion. To huh, I'm just joking, and it's just like, it's really fucking weird, and it's one of those like coast to coast type of things where it's yeah, that's when they, they get into that type of shit. They talk yeah. about all this, all that stuff. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, actually, that's another one of those shows that, like, really fucking, like, blew yeah, totally my mind. Yeah, totally forgot about them. Yeah, like, that was one of the things, too, that got me into conspiracies and shit. Wow. I think, though, the advent of the internet, too. I mean, when you're just bored and fucking just done looking at porn, I mean, yeah, that's, like, one of the yeah. things you guys could go through. Oh. Not that I, I've ever looked at internet porn, guys. I mean, come on. I have. That's I'm all good, I do. I'm a good I'm Christian. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Anyways. Take off your pants and crack open a beer. False flags you're talking about. Flag. False flags. Let's go back to false flags. <laughs> and that can... <laughs> I can't get over fucking that masturbation. Man. Anyways, um, earlier today we were talking about Sandy Hook. I was talking to Anthony about Sandy Hook. And I, I think that was one of those things. Or was it yesterday? I don't know if I can remember. But um, if you're not familiar with Sandy Hook, it was a school shooting... And it was probably the shadiest school shooting in, like, the history of the United States. Well, you, but do you, know, do you think that was fake? Me, personally, when, when you start looking honestly? at... Honestly? When, honestly, when I start looking at the way of, like, 1999, Columbine happens. Yeah. And in Columbine, there's school... Like, there's 
surveillance footage of the school itself. And that's fucking 1999. And the media is all over it. Everything is reported pretty accurately. Uh, you know who the shooters were. You know what time. You know what they were doing before school. You knew what they were doing when they got to school. Music they were listening to. Yeah, you knew like you just knew so much about everything. Like everything was pieced together so well. And this is for 1999. When you get to Sandy Hook, and I think that Sandy Hook happens in like 2010. All of a sudden, it's like you have this uh, like uh, autistic kid who weighs like 115 pounds. He's like six foot two. He's, like, literally, like, can't even leave, leave his room because he's so sickly. All of a sudden, he somehow, like, gets his mom's, like, like fully automatic weapon, carries it into the school, drives a car to the school, gets past security. There's no footage of it. Like, there's just, like, so many, so many, like, little, like, again, you know, with those little red flag things where it's, like, you know, I, you want me to believe you and I want to believe you. But I just can't because if, if this was someone telling me the story, I would be like, there's too many fucking holes in the story. And there's the, the surveillance footage is like all fucked up. The footage that they're, they're showing you from like the, 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 the helicopter footage is from a different school. It's not even Sandy Hook. And Sandy Hook, um, as soon as Sandy Hook happens, the school gets demolished. Um, a lot of the parents from the school, from the, the kids that were killed used to be like used to be in the adult uh, film industry they were like musicians they were entertainers they all have like their own like five year olds the, the parents oh. of the of the kids oh. that died the, they were all like the, I would say like 60% of them were actors oh wow and so like when that starts popping up and like you know like why would so many actors move to that move to that area to the little small town to a school you know, and, like, the, the, the footage isn't really there. When you saw, like, um, Columbine and you saw, like, the the Virginia shooting, you saw, like, the footage of kids actually running out of school. This, you never really see any footage. You just see, like, maybe, like, that. There's, like, one footage. If you Google it, you'll see, like, a picture of, like, five students holding their teacher's hand as they're walking out of class. And that's it. That's all you get. You get nothing. And... And it just you know, seems, the media like sensationalizes all these things too. You think there would be more? Yeah, and it's just like a lot of people think that this is just Obama's way of saying like, this is why we need stricter gun laws. And I love Obama, and I don't want to like paint him as a like the bad guy or anything. But it it does have those like red flags and like a lot of those like. And at the time when we're trying to like push gun control. Yeah, and it was it was. Yeah, because that was the next question I asked. I was like, why would be the purpose of them, you know, trying to you know implement like something like that? Why would they? Uh, no, I have a better question. Yeah. Where do you get your information? Dude, I get my information from like the shadiest places, which is the internet. So <laughs> YouTube. Well, some some of it's YouTube. Yeah. Where, where else? Uh, just Alex Jones. No, I don't go Alex Jones <laughs> anymore. I did go Alex Jones for a while though. Damn. Uh, and that's a different story for a different day, but um. Do you, I, do you, I remember watching it that day, and it was p- pretty clear what was going on. They were showing people running out. I was watching. I was at UCLA. Yeah. That was during my daughter. Do- my daughter had surgery that day. She uh-huh. actually had some like. Uh, doesn't matter. She had surgery that day, and I was at the, at the hospital, and I was watching that shit live, dude. And it was pretty clear what happened. You know, the fucking kid grabbed guns, went and killed a bunch of kids. Then that's it, man. Then that's the fucking craziest yeah. school shooting that's ever happened, and it's the fucking shame 
that no gun control laws were passed because of that. Well, the the thing about it is like you know, the people that like that actually was that my phone. Now you everyone um, beer anyways, <laughs> so phone goes off, the you people the people that um the people that lived in that town were saying, hey, that footage you guys are showing on TV is not footage of Sandy Hook. That's a different. That's a high school like down the street. Like, how do you guys have footage of like people at that school, but the shooting happened at a different school? I didn't see any of that though when I was watching the news. No one was calling in. And so that. yeah, people weren't calling it in. But that's kind of one of those things that like as the internet and that's one of those things like whether you choose to believe it or not and yeah. and you know I could be like fucking dead wrong about everything I'm saying right now but that's that's one of those things that's you know, another report of like when when um when the shooting happened people were saying there might be multiple shooters so they were looking for people in the woods they were saying like hey you know there was possibly two shooters one of them like committed suicide in the school and the other one's out in the woods and it turned out none of them were in the woods and then um Another thing that people will point out about Sandy Hook is, like, when they do the interviews of the parents, the parents will come out and they're, like, calm and collective. They'll say, like, oh, you know what? Like, it's fine. You know, my, my kid's in a better place. And they're, like, smiling and laughing. And they're, like, these are, like, red flags. Like, any parent that's ever lost a child would never be that calm. And maybe it's, like, one in every 50 parents would probably be that calm. But... You know, like, are you telling me that this town is just full of, like, the most calm and collective parents that if they lost a child, they would all be, like, smiling and laughing? There's even, like, yeah, there's, like, YouTube videos of, like, one parent, and he's, like, he's, like, smiling and laughing, and all of a sudden, when when he gets to the camera, like, the waterworks come out, and he starts crying, and he's just, like, oh, a tragedy has happened today, and he's just, like, all of a sudden, he just starts crying, and those are, like, the red flags that are, like, kind of, like, I'm not saying... I, I'm not saying that 100%. I'm 100% sure that Sandy Hook is a. But you question it. But question I definitely it. question it. It's one of those things that like I definitely question. It's not like a to me like I, I hear like the flat Earth theory and I'm just like I can totally dismiss it because anyone who's ever flown an airplane you can see the fucking where the Earth starts to crest. Yeah. You know, so. But it's like one of those things like like uh, like nine the nine eleven the conspiracies. The more you hear about it. The more you're like, oh, I don't know. I mean, it could have been an inside job. Uh, yeah, definitely an inside job. You know, just what kind of an inside job? Like, how, how deep does it go? Is and the then, question you should, you know, ask. Did the United States do that shit? You know, did we, I don't know, like that movie Loose Change. I forgot what they say, that they uh, switched the airplanes or some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But and we can go on forever about nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, nine eleven. We should probably save that for a future podcast. But are you uh, sure? <laughs> I mean, we can, but like, I, I kind of want to touch on like a bunch of other stuff too. But like, that is can, like that is like a two hour podcast that we got to save for one day. I feel yeah, um, but yeah, just you uh, sure. <laughs> you really want the nine eleven podcast? Nah, I think yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there, there's crazy things uh, that, that that just come out and the reason that or the thing I always ask is why like what what's the motivation why like I think one time we were at um, dinner one time uh, you me and my girlfriend and um, we were talking about the Denver airport like, like oh, why, yeah. why would they build, build a, a secret uh, airport you want to elaborate Dang, on so that? this is where I start sounding like a crazy person I don't know if you're familiar with the Denver airport but no, yeah like a bunch of like fucking crazy art shit you know like artwork like yeah demons and stuff or I don't know something Kind of like the Pizzagate thing a little bit. I don't know. 
Yeah, the Pizzagate. I think you know more about it Cosmic than I do. Cosmic pizza, like yeah, like why? Why would you have all this like crazy artwork? You know, in, in this, it's supposed to be a pizza place, but it kind of yeah. looks like a prison. Like it doesn't look like a very fun place. Like you yeah. know, you want to have parties at and shit, and like you know, there's all these like weird like quasi sexual like fantasy. You know, which kind? Of, I've like, never looked at the artwork, but yeah, dude, do it, dude. Like look up comic. Uh, ping pong or whatever it's called like well, there's no ping pong either like I, I don't get it and then like just look up the artwork and it's just yeah. like like women masturbating on slices of pizza and stuff Weird. like that it's 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 hell it, supposedly it's supposed to be like a more upscale Chuck E. Cheese or they something they got girls like fingering each other on the pizzas or what kind of with a fucking Italian sausage yeah <laughs> <laughs> well like the Denver airport thing is like yeah, obviously uh, we know we've all been to LAX we know how big that airport is yeah so the Denver airport is like three times the size of that airport mm-hmm. and this is a city that's not you know as big as LA and um so they decided to the they already had a functioning airport and um they decided that they needed a an airport that was gonna be like just bigger than that and so they decided to build a new airport during the construction of the airport they ran into a couple of problems and they decided to bury the airport that they had already built they decided to just build on top of that so they were like that's fine we're gonna go ahead and just build over it and turn that into a wait what did I say no that sounds crazy yeah okay yeah that sounds crazy but this is all factual at this point you can't argue the facts so this is not the conspiracy yeah so yeah. then they were like, we'll like bury a lot of work. Yeah, so then a lot of people say, like, why didn't you just, like, fix the errors and, like, build off of that? Yeah, like Obamacare. Yeah. Fucking fix it. So, um, <laughs> so, so like, okay. so, like, they were like, let's just build over it and we'll just turn those into, like, office buildings or something. So they're like, well, that doesn't fucking make sense. Why would you want underground office buildings? So, anyways, so, um, they decided to build a second airport on top of that initial airport. And, um, which takes them over like I think it's like seven seven million over budget to what their original budget plan was gonna be, um, and and so that's like the first big red flag that people are pointing out like well you're already seven billion over the budget, billion or million, a uh, million, oh, okay, not billion. but um, so it's already a lot. You're you have an airport on top of an airport in a city in a, in a city that doesn't need an airport that huge, uh-huh. um, and then they start adding all these like weird things. They add a they add a giant uh, horse that they call Lucifer, so it's like a giant white pale horse that represents the the horse of the apocalypse, and it has like glowing red eyes and it's just it looks like a dying horse. And a lot of people think, well, it's like you know like the Denver Broncos play uh-huh. in Denver, so like that's why it's there. But it looks fucking creepy. Like, it's a dying horse with, like, red eyes as you drive into the airport. Wait, let me ask you this, and I'm being half comical when I say this. Like, is it, <laughs> do they build this, like, when John Elway started to retire or what? They did this Was when, this the Tim uh, Tebow this is era? when like, Tim Tebow was in charge, so they were like, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> Which would make sense, okay? I'm just I'm trying to play devil. So, um, that's one of them. And then when you actually get to the actual airport, it's a giant painting, right, of this, like, Nazi soldier that's, like, killing like children and um and then it's like it just shows like uh like mothers holding their like dead children and then eventually like it just shows like gravestones and then it shows like children building a weapon to like kill the nazi soldier and then it's just then they just show like a nazi dead soldier with like a dub on its head or something like that 
So the paintings are all just like weird. Like this is like very that sounds like, American as fuck. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> violent shit. So it's like that should be at every airport. Yeah, <laughs> just to I'm scare sure terrorists that. away. Yeah, don't fuck with us. Durka, Durka, I'm going home or <laughs> like what? Just, like a painting of that with a Saddam Hussein at another airport. You know every. World leader, we've toppled <laughs> every, every airport should have a Osama bin Laden like hung, like every just as you walk in. And then the 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 biggest red flag that people will point out is that the airport um, has a dedication stone, and it's dedicated and built by the New World Order Flight Commission, which doesn't oh, no. which doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't exist. That's not a real Illuminati. thing. Yeah, and that's one of those Illuminati things. Like, was this place built? To to, to <laughs> Oh wait, wrong interview. Wait, world order. <laughs> this is where we, Kevin Nash comes out and power bombs everyone through. Hey yo, <laughs> what the hell? They're just such a dog. Um, <laughs> uh, so a lot of people point out and say like, "Hey, uh, this place is built for like the elite in case of a like end of the world scenario. Like they're just gonna come and live in bunkers underneath this airport. You know, it's an in airport. The airport that they... no, well, like you know, <laughs> they they built the airport underneath. Oh, shit, that makes sense. Dude. So a lot and of it's in like, the middle of America too. Yeah, so they're like, okay, this city. is this is yeah. the Mile High City. In oh case, fuck, dude. In case of the in That's case the world ending. Okay, and then so here's like the other like red flags: the Queen of England, the Rothschild family. Like they've all purchased property around that place. So they all live really close. Fucking serious? Yeah, they all live really close. They like they own like properties in that mountainside. Oh wow! So like a lot of people think, well, like, well, why the fuck would the Queen of England own property in Denver, Colorado, next to that airport? You know, in case like the the world's gonna end and then they need to like survive underneath. And in case of like a nuclear war, they have to go and live in like underneath the the Denver airport for like a year or two. So a lot of people will point that out. A lot of other people say, like, well, it has to do with the reptilians, which is, like, I don't know how the fuck you guys feel about the reptilians, but that's kind of a little too far-fetched for even me, so... Yeah, that's not... That's some, like, Planet of the Apes, like, part three type shit. Yeah. Like, to me, like, I I can't get that far into conspiracies, (laughs) but, um... Yeah, I don't know anything about reptilians. Yeah. I've seen the videos where they transform... Yeah, once people started saying Obama was a reptilian, I was like, I heard, like, Hillary was a reptilian. Hillary was a... I believe that. (laughs) Like her tongue has, has like that little like uh, hole that like a little like slithering tongue comes out of or whatever. Guilty. <laughs> That's why she lost her election. Yeah. But you brought up a good point though about like the social elite, the Rothschilds, and and and, and basically all the people with all the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, you want to talk about that? You know, the Rothschilds. No, I don't. No. Okay, let's <laughs> move on. No, let's no. scratch that one. I don't have you. Do you have anything to? Uh, aren't they like a bunch of inbred um, Jews? They are. Damn. Is that, is that anti-Semitic? I, I don't know. You, mean, you that, want a history of it? I know a little bit about them. Yeah, well, I, mean, I yeah. apologize for that remark. That's okay. I'll give you a little history about them. So, uh, they originate from Germany, and uh, back in the day, they used to be this thing called the court Jew. So, uh, whenever, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> this is pretty anti-Semitic. So, they used to be this thing called the court Jew, and uh, uh, Christian Christian people weren't allowed to handle money at the time. Oh, because... Let me check if I have any Jewish friends. <laughs> Just go ahead and delete me now. So uh, Christians weren't allowed to handle money at the time. Uh, so they would always have this thing called the court Jew, and the court Jew would ha- handle all the money for the courts. So the Rothschild family decided, hey, why don't I just send my five children to like the five most influential cities at the time? 
and I'll put them as the court juice for those fire those court juice <laughs> for the f- that sounds so fucked up yeah, oh it's pretty fucked up but and then he's right there's a lot of like inbreeding going on once they started getting like pretty rich the main Rothschild the father I can't remember his name he had like a badass name it was like shit I just heard his name today dude he had a bad it was like major mayor 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 Courtchild or Whoa. Rothschild yeah so he uh, he related to John Mayer Nah, that's his first name. Oh, his okay. first name's Mayor. Okay. So uh, Mayor was like, uh, I won't give you any of your inheritances, and like, so you won't get any of this money unless you marry one of your cousins. I think one of them actually married her uncle. So like, it was pretty in the family, and then eventually they started like... Dude, that's some fucking Game of Thrones. Oh, AJ dude, it's super fucking Game of Thrones. Is. Like, they started owning every central bank of every country. They, to this day, they own the central bank of every country in the world except for three. It's like Cuba, North Korea, and Iran. Iran. And Iran. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. So it's like, they're fucking, like, big time. Like, Which, coincidentally, we're with the, it's the access of evil right there. Yeah. Yeah, so. Wow. I don't know anything about the Rothschilds, honestly. I always hear about the Rockefellers, too, and, and yeah. like, stuff like that. Like, Dude, they're small-timers compared to the Rothschilds. Though. Yeah, like, I just feel like that the, those families, like, it's, like, considered, like, socially, that's who basically controls the whole world. Um, that's what I keep hearing, that, you know, they influence, you know, politicians. You know, politicians are basically just puppets in their pocket, you know, that they use to, to make things happen for them. This is what I, I watched something or read something. Or listen to something where they said the Rothschilds aren't, they're, they're not as big as everyone says. There's like people that are equal or bigger than the Rothschilds. Pretty much as like a collective mm-hmm. of Rothschilds, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the oligarchy, like Bernie Sanders says. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like those but like those secret societies, like Bohemian Grove and things like the that. The Illuminati, that shit's real. Well, yeah. well, yeah, no, and then I think that's where they kind of start, like, like, you could only, you could only, like, rule so much to the point where eventually people will start questioning you mm-hmm. to like where you would have to have like I don't want to say like you have to have puppets but like you kind of have to have puppets at some point like you have to have a face for your franchise you know mm-hmm. like Michael Jordan yeah you, you know Michael Jordan represents the Bulls but who owns the Bulls and like a lot of people can't answer that question oh it's true so like but mm. so like um, Damn, this is deep. <laughs> the deepest <laughs> shit man that's what I'm here for but um, um, I feel like you know, like the Rothschilds would be like that. We own the Bulls, but you know we have like uh, the Bush family running. Like mm-hmm. that's the people you see. That'd you be know, like Jerry Krause or something. You know, like you, know that. you see you see those rich families. You see, um, the, like the big oil families, like the the Koch brothers and things like that. They like run the elections. Like yeah, you have a lot of power, but the we're Koch boys, French yeah. Montana. <laughs> 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 but we're the unseen hand, you know, like that's kind of how I see them. Wow. So then you said about the, the central banking. Um, one thing that I heard recently was about this Federal Reserve. It's how about how America never really gained its independence. Um, about how the Federal Reserve was, was made to basically finance, you know, the British royal family. And um, what do you guys think about that? Well, I, I kind of looked into that today because you had mentioned it and uh, yeah that I didn't know that that's how far the whole Rothschild uh, Those, Federal Reserve Bank conspiracy theory went to the point where the UK still owns us and it's if all that stuff is true that's pretty crazy like 
kind of makes sense. And it, yeah, it does but it make also, sense. also, it has to do with how you interpret that Treaty of Paris, right? From mm-hmm. 1783. Yeah. Do you guys know more about that? Um, I, I actually don't know that much about it. I know about the uh, Federal Reserve, but not... Go into that. How are you going to that? Well, the Federal Reserve, um, it pretends to be a government agency, which it's not. It's no, yeah, a private it's private. Yeah, it's yeah. totally private. Same thing goes into the uh, the IRS. It's also not a government agency. It's a private. In- it, it, it acts as a government agency, but it's not at the same time. Like, oh, wow. I didn't know that one. So, yeah. So, like, the IRS is basically just their tax collectors that work for the, for the uh, Federal Reserve. But it's a separate thing from the actual government. Wow. So, that's what a lot of people, like... If you go on a lot of those like conspiracy uh, websites or whatever, they'll say like, "Don't even pay your taxes. Don't like respond to the IRS. Like you have no, you, you're not obligated to to respond to them at all." Holy shit! So that, you know, but how does I, that go for them? Yeah, I, you know what? I don't know because I pay my taxes because I'm afraid <laughs> of shit. <laughs> you just go ahead and don't pay I your taxes. I don't want to go to jail. You're not legally obliged. I want to be on the Illuminati's good side. Yeah, know. my skin is too dark to pull shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking federal prison for you. <laughs> My white privilege doesn't stretch that yeah. far. Jacob, you try that shit. You get away with that. No, we need to become friends with Blake again and see if he can pull Blake. it off. Who's the whitest guy we know? Greg? Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Oh, shit, son. Daddy's not going to pay taxes this year. Taxes, boy. I don't pay taxes. Work for Ikea. God damn it. Fucking hide in the woods. They will never find me. In the woods of Tehachapi, boy. But yeah, um, another thing too I want to talk about, you know, going into, you know, the British royal family or whatnot. Another one that I heard is the entertainment industry. Um, you know, the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> this actually goes back to the Rothschilds. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Hollywood. And then the one that really, like, struck a chord with me. I didn't realize you guys were going to be so anti Semitic here. No, I didn't know. I love Colt Cabana, man. <laughs> I, I'm just. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> But no, yeah, like the, the whole Hollywood uh, propaganda machines that they, you know... If you didn't know this, like one of uh, Disney's biggest grossing films is basically a propaganda um, film where Donald Duck goes and joins like the Navy or the Army or something like that. But uh, the one that really stuck... Bullshit, with, yeah, it's like the Captain Lion America King? Civil War or something. That's yeah, not no. that's grossing. I thought you were going to say the Lion King. <laughs> no, no, that's Hamlet. That's Hamlet, dude. Oh, yeah. But no, no, the one that really struck with me, though, is... Uh, the, I was, like I was listening to the higher side chats, and he had a guest on. And he was talking about uh, music, um, how you know the queen, for whatever reason, it was like something about child, you know, the child molestation ring or whatever. But like they'll take these um, innocent artists, um, like I'll, I have a few written down here, um, like like Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry. Yeah. Who, if you didn't know, Katy Perry started off as a Christian singer when she was a teenager. And then, you know, fast forward 10 years, you know, he's talking about how she kissed a girl, she liked it, you know, she's butt naked, you know, singing about California girls um, and whatnot. And then you have Miley Cyrus, who went from Hannah Montana to fucking basically showing everything except her fucking clitoris, like, you know, and fucking magazines and shit. So, and then Kesha, too, she, something big happened with her as well, where, you know, she had like a producer or something like that, drugging her and... So, something crazy like that, but like it all goes back to like the queen and like the royal family. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell you what that is? That's, tell, tell me what it is, man. That's not some conspiracy of the queen, you know, whatever, what you just said. That's, these girls have abandonment and daddy issues. That's every woman, honestly. <laughs> they go through that phase. Damn, now we're sexist now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We lost all but, the girls. 
No, but I mean, like you, like Art said. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. You I do said have girl that, power. <laughs> so Art, like Art said though, like there's a lot of red flags there. Like, how does a girl go from being innocent as shit, you know, to singing about her love for Jesus, like Katy Perry? I mean, I, look it up. And then all of a sudden, like it goes 180 degrees. You know, it just it's just weird. to me, I, it's weird as shit. I will say this, and this is kind of like I'm in the I'm in between these things. I I, I think sex sells. Uh-huh. And I think uh, being a Christian singer could only take you so far. But I think like being like I, I, all right, maybe I'll keep going. Sorry. I, I think like being like kind of per, promiscuous and giving mm-hmm. off the like I kissed a girl and I liked it type of thing. Like that was one of the first. Was that Katy Perry? Yeah. Okay, that's like the first Katy Perry song I ever heard. I didn't even know she was a Christian singer before that. No, yeah. And I'm sure there's like a hundred Christian singers I'd never heard of. And until they do a song like equally as like fucking sexual as that, I probably will never hear them. And I think that that's like ninety nine percent of America. And oh, yeah. I think I think it's more of a dollars and cents type of thing than it is a, a Illuminati type of thing. And I can see that that argument too because but like me growing up like in a very religious household like when you're in like that Christian community like you don't stray from that you do, you know it's very ser- there's very serious consequences for having premarital sex. There's very serious consequences for kissing another girl or whatever, and for her to just totally like abandon that all of a sudden and go 180. That's where daddy issues come and, in because yeah. daddy wanted wanted her to get rich, <laughs> and she's like, "You gotta act sexy now." Is that um, Miley Cyrus? Like her dad was famous. Exactly. Yeah, Billy Ray. He wasn't around. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. He wasn't around. There you go. See, that makes sense. Well, that, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta get rich." Now. I will say this: that uh, mean you gotta make money. Go fucking dance for me. Who's the girl that did a uh, Bad Blood? What song is that? I don't know. Katie, uh, Tyler Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift did Bad Blood with featuring Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I don't know that. Before. I don't know, dude. Taylor the only reason I'm I, not that white, okay? Sorry, man. I don't know. You're my white reference, so never mind. Let's just drop this subject altogether. No, but I mean, this does also lead into, like I said, with uh, like hip hop as well. Hip hop. There, like, there's another conspiracy out there that the CIA and the FBI. They tried to, you know, take this art form, you know, that, you know, went back to, like, the African roots. You know, when you look back at it, it takes, you know, African-Americans back to their African roots, empowers them. And then you look at this sharp decline, like, around 96, 97. And, like, we like to believe the narrative of, like, oh, yeah, as soon as Tupac died and Biggie died, you know, hip-hop died as well. But you had artists before that that were great before them. And then all of a sudden it just went to a sharp, a sharp decline and you know a bastardization of the art form so what do you guys think about that 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 theory that the cia and fbi got involved to um basically delegitimize hip-hop you know as it was starting to empower you know african-american culture i think it's the same thing i think it's more of a dollars and cents type of thing like if you're if you run a record company you don't really it makes more sense to uh sign a an artist that's just gonna give you like a one-hit wonder and if they give you more than that, great. If not, you can just drop them. So this is around the time period that, like, Master P was coming out. And he had to, like, make him say, uh. And, you know, you sign him to these short-term deals where it's like, I just want one or two hits. And then I'm going to forget about you because that's cheaper than signing, like, Jay-Z. Um, who, like, now I'm, like, stuck with because he's an actual, like, brand name. And I feel like that's why we, we won't really have another, like, guy like Prince or Michael Jackson anymore. Uh, because now it's just cheaper to have like, you know, a one hit guy and he's dead. Like who? Like remember two chains? Two chains wasn't even that long ago. Like, he's still around. 
He's still around, but like I feel like two chains isn't even like that relevant anymore. Like it's more like that's always been the case. I think though. I feel like now it's more of like remember Exhibit, remember the even like remember Eminem. Like Eminem is like still around. Like people still remember Eminem as like one of the best like MCs, but like no one really cares about newer Eminem. Mm-hmm. It's always like Eminem's like you, first three albums. You something. can chop that up to also the internet because we have more access to music now than we did back then. So now we get more artists that can, you know, get their shit out. You know, even, even in the 2000s, you know, when all these people started coming out, you know, you have the internet, you can even have, yeah. you know, Napster and shit and LimeWire and all that. And, um, so you, like I said, you had more rappers coming and dropping, you know, that's it, I think. It's just that. And then people were just getting rich. They just want to talk about how rich they are. You know, they don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about sad shit. I want to forget about that. Yeah. Like, I, I fuck bitches all day now, and, you know, I fucking wipe my ass with $100 bills. <laughs> I, just, I fucking just, you know, throw all my money in this bathtub. I'm just going to lay in it yeah. with all my guns next to me. And, which yeah. is probably which is probably probable. I just think, too, I mean, it's, it's to me, it's just those, like, you were talking about with Sandy Hook. Like, there's, like, some of those red flags there, you know, like, it might not be true, but FBI had maybe. files on Wu-Tang Clan. And NWA too. We just watched a documentary on that. You know, the cease and desist order with uh, fuck the police. You know, they they definitely interfere. I feel like you know mm-hmm. federal agencies. You know, they fucking got Doctor. They told Doctor Martin Luther King to kill himself. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, they sent him a letter. So and they probably shot him. You know, they they always want to keep. Yeah. Now let's go into that. Because if you notice, like a lot of like those 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 people from that time period, like you said, like Doctor Martin Luther King. JFK. You look at all their, their assassinators. There's also a big conspiracy going around too. That you know, if you look at all those those people that assassinated those big figures like Malcolm X or whatnot, Lee, the, the people that killed them always have three names like Lee Harvey Oswald and whatnot. So I'm Kaltra. We'll go talk about that. What is that? I've heard of that a lot, but never really listened oh, to. Well, do you know? Yeah, I do, I do know what MK Ultra is. Uh, wait, so are we just searching MK Ultra? We could just talk about MK Ultra. You don't have to. <laughs> no, no, let's talk, talk about. about okay, so MK Ultra was a CIA program, and uh, MK Ultra was designed uh, to figure out ways of controlling a population, a large population. So they were uh, uh, trying out different techniques. One of them was uh, mind control by using LSD. One of them was mind control by using music and television and like subliminal advertisements. Manchurian uh, candidate. Yeah. Modern things like that. Yeah. And so like that's where a lot of those things came out. And a lot of people thought, well, that's just crazy talk until it was finally revealed like, hey, that's an actual program where they actually had people like ringing a bell and all of a sudden it would trigger them and be like, oh, fuck, I have to do this. Like I have to take the trash out. Just but that goes hurt. into like what I was talking about too. Like yeah. they, they, they talk like the guy that, you know, killed um, Kennedy supposedly. Yeah. You know, they would do those things to those people and, you know, basically brainwash to kill, you know, Lenin. Basically kill, brainwash people to kill JFK because they were doing things that they didn't like and that it was better just to eliminate the problem. Yeah. Uh, well, that's basically what MK Ultra was. Like, MK Ultra was, like, this big... Uh, it is factual. And it has a lot to do with, like, LSD and chemicals in the water. And, you know, eventually, like, you know, one of the things I was like, we should talk about is fluoride in the water. Because it ties into that as well. Like, they, that's one of the things that they came up with is, like, hey, fluoride in the water makes people pretty docile. And um, that was part of one of those things that was, like, check the box for MK Ultra Because 
um, if you have a docile if you have a docile population, all of a sudden it's easier to one sell them shit. Uh, keep them distracted. Yeah, keep them distracted. All of a sudden, they don't really care about what's like what's going on in the government. They care about more about like their iPod or like what celebrity gossip is going on. Who, what Kardashians fucking? Yeah, it's who. like, and, and you do, and I guess like you know we were just watching that uh, hip hop documentary in like 1992 or whatever when the like, LA riots were going on, and we talked about how like uh, that hasn't happened in LA. Like we're kind of due for something like that. Even yeah, though overdue. Been, you know. Yeah, even though we've had a lot of like police brutality going on, and you would think that something like that would happen in LA, but but it hasn't. And I feel like um, maybe maybe yeah, MK Ultra is still taking part of that because th- there is in large cities there is a lot of fluoridation in the water and smaller cities like desert communities like ours like technically Bakersfield is considered a desert community there's less fluoridation in the water because um, they expect people to drink more water here and it's technically an, un- an unhealthy amount because fluoride in the water is um, it's, it's technically a poison it's a it's a poison that kills cockroaches wow so um, so uh, the only reason they put it in the water is because cockroaches too yeah because we're, we're cockroaches so, uh, we're pests we're, we're, it's technically the way they pass it off is that uh, because there is fluoride in toothpaste it's good for our teeth so that's why they, they put it in there huh. even though it's technically a, a poison that destroys the penal gland in the brain it kills cockroaches which is one of the hardest I heard it like lowers testosterone too it lo- yeah it lowers testosterone it makes uh, it, you know people um, will become impotent uh, wow. there's like uh, bone cancer is one of them uh, strange, just like cancerous growths, we all due to fluoride in the water, and so um, population control. Population control. I mean, it's just fluoride in the water is one of those things that appeared from the MK Ultra experiments. Oh wow! And um, and um, um, the funny thing about about that, and it's just beca- it's become such a like, well, why would you challenge? Why would you challenge that? It's good for your teeth. There was a I can't even think of his name, but there was a guy, the guy that made, because um, back in the day, like, bacon wasn't a part of, like, the breakfast thing. Like, back in the day, like, eating bacon for your breakfast was, like, weird. Like, that's such a weird thing to eat. The guy that was, the guy that they made in charge of making fluoride, a, like, a normal thing in America, was the guy that that did that whole thing. They, also, like, cigarette companies hired him because he made it so, back in the day, it was only men could smoke cigarettes. And, like, the cigarette company was like, well, well, we got to make it so women can smoke cigarettes so we can smoke, uh, sell more cigarettes. So they hired that same guy to make it, like, okay for women to smoke cigarettes. I can't think of his name. I feel stupid for not, like, looking it up. But, um... Procter & Gamble or some shit. Something. Or... We'll just call him Steve. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Steve. Um, so, like, that same guy is the guy that made it okay to, for us to, like, put fluoride in the water and, like, um as a normal thing that we do now because it protects children's teeth and like it and it does it actually does um help with like tooth decay that is like true but at the same time it does like um lower test grades and 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 like populations that have higher fluoride in their water so like larger cities all have larger amounts of fluoride in the water so that's where you kind of find dumber kids kids that end up with like cancer uh, and adults as well you know from like over fluoriding themselves undesirables yeah so that is that is fact like that one's true but you know what what's crazy about that you were talking about that and the the, you know population control and whatnot um 
and messing up our children. Um, and I, one thing that I found out, what not even through like any kind of conspiracy, but just like you know, I've been trying to watch my you know my weight. You know, I got a Vegas trip coming up. I'm trying to you know get all swollen, buff, and sexy or whatever. whatever. Definitely. But like, uh, I've been really like <laughs> tracking my macros or whatever. And if you don't know what macros is, you know it's you know your macronutrients. It's you know your protein intake, your carbohydrate intake, and your fat intake. Sounds like a lot of work. It is. It fucking sucks, and I. The reason why I sound like shit on this podcast right now is because you I'm, just don't eat. That's what I haven't been doing. But anyways, so the food pyramid. This was d- developed by General Kellogg, I believe. Who, if you know, if anyone who knows anything about you know anything about food, Kellogg's is you know a big you know cereal brand. You know that has these cereals that you know contain what a lot of carbohydrates in it, and they helped create the food pyramid. And if you look at the food pyramid. The biggest amount of servings they want you to have is like all these things like, you know, wheat and bread and things like that. And at the very top of that is just your fats. But when you actually look at it, the things that you need the most, it is those fats. That's what, you know, that triggers brain function, correct brain function um, for women. It, you know, helps run their, um, you know, their hormonal balance better. And um, the basically, so the basically the food pyramid is just a big false thing that you know that we've been following and what it does is it's created a nation you know a fatter nation and a dumber nation and um a a big another big proponent in that is monsanto uh who controls a lot of the the wheat i guess that goes out to the fact where like certain farmers can't grow certain uh, crops anymore because they control it all and Health-wise, that's what, you know, you talk about population control, it, it's crippling, you know, you see all these um, children, you know, increased levels in autism, increased levels of, you know, diabetes, you know, in children, you know, things that shouldn't happen to, to healthy people, you know, at young ages, is just skyrocketing lately, and it's all because of the food that we eat, and who are the people behind that? the social elite you know you know what's funny about that is um one of the last interviews that prince did before he died was he came out and he said how afraid he was of fluoridation in the water to the point where he was like afraid to take showers because he thought like there is fluoride in the water as you take showers and your skin doesn't Uh absorb it 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 does and it's one of those things that like i don't know if you guys ever taken acid (laughs) before but uh it never leaves your body it stays in your body forever Oh, wow. And so, like, once it's in your body, it's in there. And so he was talking about that, and he was saying, like, I'm afraid to even take showers now because there's so much fluoride in the water, and I know, like, now that it leaves. And he did this in, like, in a public, like, huge format, you know? Like, it was, like, one of those, like, you know, he's famous. So, like, a lot of, like, those crazy conspiracy theories people, conspiracy theorists will say, like, hey, he was starting to become really outspoken about, one, chemtrails, and two, fluoridation in the water. And so, like, because he had such a, like, big microphone on him, it was in the government's best interest to just, like, kill him. So, a lot of people will point that out about Prince. Which is interesting, too, because... Prince was a heroin addict. (laughs) He was depressed because of his life. He sat in his fucking home and watched all these sad fucking YouTube videos about conspiracy theories. And he fucking overdosed. The government didn't kill him. He's just an air, he's just a normal person like us. He's just like me and you looking at these conspiracies. Except I'm watching those same YouTube videos, I'm probably gonna kill myself, so God damn. That's not what I mean. No. No, 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 no,
fuck. I'd take it to a dark place. He was also rich. Yeah. Oh, I'm not lonely. rich. I gotta get there before I kill myself. He was a lonely man. Which I don't get either, man. I mean, that fool had, like, girls galore. Yeah, man. Well, he didn't have well, love. Man. What did he die of? Because technically he died of, like, a heart attack or something, was, right? Yeah. So yeah, technically true. he didn't, like, commit suicide or anything. So we can't, like, say, like... Like a drug overdose, yeah. But what's weird about that, he can he became very religious towards the end of his life too, which is kind of weird. Like, why? How, like, how did he get caught up in like drugs and all that at that, that time? You know, like, yeah, you say that, yeah, he was a heroin addict and drug addict, but at that time, towards the end of his life, he he, he wasn't that nineteen eighties prince anymore. You know, he was more Afrocentric. He was more, you know, conscious. You know, he started to find religion more. Like, there's stories of him, you know, going door to door because I think he converted to Jehovah Witnesses. Witnesses of murder. He was going door to door? Yeah, he was knocking on doors, dude. Damn. Was he, you think he was dressed nice? Was he was just in, in his pumps. Purple and lace. Pong. Yeah, and pancakes. <laughs> pancakes are, bring them pancakes to the door. Can I come into your house and talk to you about Jehovah? I brought pancakes. Nah, dude, he's just, he is, I don't know, I just imagine that he was so focused, his parents were so focused on teaching him music that they probably yelled at him his whole life when he was young. Oh, and then Purple Rain, you saw him fucking... His, <laughs> his dad beats his mom to straight up Dexter, and then he decks Apollonia, because, you know, that's what he knows from home. That's it's just... That, that tells you right there, his life. That's his life, because when he was a child, he didn't have the love that he needed, the nurturing, and that's why he was such an asshole and a perfectionist, and why he went down the path that he did. That's all it is. I, you know what? But to play the... And it's a good point, but to play devil's advocate here, and I because pro- I probably do agree with you on that, but would you think like that when the government target people more like that that are more prone to that? Yeah, I mean, I think anytime that anyone has like a huge microphone in front of their face, it's never in the government's best interest to have them say something that might question their their surroundings. So, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that kind of goes to like MLK and like Malcolm X and like Fred Hampton and like those like civil John rights Lennon. leaders, John Lennon. Um, it kind of goes to, to... Like that Chappelle's joke in his new special? When he talks about that? Everyone with a, everyone that had something to say in the 60s got shot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, yeah. But, um, yeah, to, with the MK Ultra also, too, uh, the school system, I don't know if you know this or not, but our school system is based on a, a Prussia, Prussia, which is Germany, a way of controlling, or basically training children to um, you know, stay in line, not to question anything. Um, when the bell rings, you, you go here, you go to... It's basically a way to create good factory workers that will work for low wages and uh, small reward and go home at the end of the day not questioning anything and enabling this... That's why everything happens in the world, man. You're right. I think that the way that everything is set up, like... To, you know, on that level with, you know, what you see on TV, the shit that you learn in school, you know, the shit that they put in the water, all that is just so we can stay, like you said, we just pay taxes. Yeah. yeah. Not question shit, and they just run the government however they want. Mm-hmm. That's how Trump became president. Because, like, you were talking about all the shit that we eat, you know, all the people getting, coming out with autism, and the rates are going up and all that crazy shits because, you know... Is there for a reason, honestly? That's what I believe. Yeah, it, I, I fully believe that because if you look back, you know, when you know everybody was self-sufficient before then. Sugar, fucking sugar. Everything has sugar. Sugar. 
and they tell you that that shit is good, but it's like the worst thing you could possibly have. Yeah, sugar is just more addictive. addicting than cocaine. Yeah. yeah, I have weight issues because of that shit. You know, I'll be yeah. open. I mean, that, that's one of my fucking biggest issues is sugar. You know, and I fucking quit drinking sugar, and I fucking it's like I'm healthy all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I mean, I'm not depressed. I'm not none of that. You know, I don't get angry for no reason. Okay, I have mood swings. About a year ago, I'm not doing it now because I'm all chubby. But uh, a year ago, um, <laughs> for the record, we're all chubby still. Yeah. So about a year ago, I like decided I was gonna cut off sugar completely, and I lost like 30 pounds, like right off the bat because mm-hmm. of that. But um, but at the same time, like I was having like the first week of it. I was having, like, crazy fucking withdrawals where, like, I was, like, a crackhead in my bed. I was just, like, I wanted to, like, drive to the store in the middle of the night to just go buy some Snickers bars. Because it was, like, that fucking intense where I was, oh, yeah. like, I can't even sleep. Like, I need some sugar. I need something. I, I wanted to just go and grab, like, a slice of bread just to eat it or something. Like, it was bad, man. Like, uh, do you remember, like, when Greg had that barbecue? And, like, oh, I was, like, yeah. eating. I just ate, like, the meat of the hot dog. And I didn't eat, the like, the bun. Like, I was, like, pretty strict about it, and I was just like, man, I'm not eating any fucking, like, wheat product or anything, because it was fucking addictive. Like, I felt like a fucking, like, crackhead about it, because I was just like, I wanted to, like, leave in the middle of the night. And they put that in everything, man. You know, the FDA approves it, and they approved it to the point, I think I saw this on John Oliver, so, I don't know, don't take this for a fact, but that they put it on everything, and they don't even have to put, you know, the actual amount that they add, that nope. they add in. And then they have, like, all, if you look at the ingredients, there's, like, all kinds of different things, like natural flavors, and it's just, like, names for sugar. Yeah, yeah, it's all different names yeah. for sugar, you know. Yeah, and then, you know, like, they put it in, like, kids' juices, and that shit has just as much sugar as a soda, mm-hmm. you know, and they want you to give that to your kids, Capri Suns, all that. Yeah, and like I said, it's, it's it, when you look at it, like, why would you want to have... It's marketed it, towards kids. Yeah, when you look at sugars, it, it's, it's a... You look at anything that has sugar in it, and it's going to have a high concentrate of carbohydrates in it. And why would you want to have more carbohydrates in something? Because it does. It makes you slow. It makes you, you know, fat. Um, it, it, you're addicted to it. You know, whenever you go on a low-carb diet, you crave fucking carbohydrates, just like Art was t- talking about. And when you have fats in your system, which, you know, in the 80s, there was this big non-fat, fat-free uh, phase. And yes, fats have a lot of calories in it, but like I said, it's essential for your body. You know, you do need some carbs. But you do need those fats in your body because it promotes brain function. And that's, you know, what keeps you sharp. That's what keeps you alive to the world around you. And since I've started trying to do this where I've implemented having a lower carb intake and I've raised my fats and kept my protein relatively high because I'm trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1987. Yeah. Dylan. Dylan, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Since I've been doing that, I've noticed a change at work. Like, I don't have these spells where I start to go blank at work. I don't, you know, I'm sharper. Um, I feel like I, you know, more aware of what's going on. Um, what used to take me all day at work to finish, now I'm done by like 9.30 a.m. And the rest of the day is just catching everybody else up. And then I look around at my coworkers, you know, who sit there and they'll stuff themselves with, you know, potato chips all day. They'll go to the taco truck and, you know, get you know, snacks and shit like that. And it just takes them all day to do the simplest thing. This should take five minutes. And I'm starting to realize, oh shit, maybe this is a bigger conspiracy as well. You know, they're... Population control. Yeah. That's probably true. Like... Because, I mean, you look at our side of town. Like, I mean, we're all east siders here. And Anthony, you know, he, he 
trading. He's wearing East LA, too. Uh, yeah, so he's eating hell at East Super Saturday. East Side. So, when you look at it, um, do they have restaurants here? Like, like actual sit-down restaurants? Besides Sizzler. Uh, it's like the La Rosa's or whatever. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's been here since, like... They got a ton of jack-in-the-boxes. Yeah, yeah, it's all fast food. There's, like, literally, like, four Taco Bells within a four-mile distance... There's every fucking fast food restaurant on By the way, we're Avenue. sponsored by Taco Bell, so like, let's not talk shit about Taco Bell. <laughs> Continue. No, we're sponsored by In N Out. Oh, In N Out, sorry. Yeah. Which we don't have on this side of town. No, you're not. You guys aren't. We're sponsored, sponsored. by uh, In N Out, uh, Me Undies, and Grinder. Do we have to do ads <laughs> after this? We, yeah. gotta, we gotta talk about Grinder for about 20 minutes. Yeah, you guys go ahead. You do that. This isn't my podcast. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, look, we're we're considered to be living in like not the nicest area of town. Yeah. But you look at everything that's around us, and it's nothing but fast food restaurants and a super Walmart. Yeah. Look, look at that, you know. And then look at the richer side of town, and you see what and and literally name one grocery store besides Albertsons, which is pretty much on its last leg here, in in an area. Well, I got a food coat because I'm broke. But yeah, I mean, so. but that's like horrible food. Yeah. It's like all the processed, like all uh, the antibiotics are in those chickens. You know, there's nothing organic there. It's like the worst food ever, you know? Yeah. But, but there's not a legit clean grocery store besides one. Yeah, I mean, it, if it's you're like talking a about food like Lassen's or like Whole Foods or whatever, like Trader Joe's, like, yeah, we don't have a Trader Joe's on this yeah, side of town. No, but, we, but if you look at the ratio between actual, like, Places to buy actual like whole wholesome foods. Yeah. I'm not talking. It doesn't even have to be like something fancy like Whole Foods or anything like that. Place where you can buy, you know, like a regular ass, you know, fucking stock of lettuce or you know, anything like that. Yeah. Um, you, you have like literally like one or two and a half, like one and a half options right now, and everything else is fast food. And then you go over to you know where Kevin McCarthy lives, you have a whole fucking fucking whatever you want you know you, you you have a whole choice of where you can buy you know great foods at you know uh-huh. and that's another red flag right there too you know it's it's the rich staying rich and the poor become dumb fat lazy and poor yeah i guess you know i guess you can you know if you want to go that deep and think about that which i do you know but it's honestly you know business has got to make money and the demographics on this side of town, there's not, you know, there's not that many people with money on this side of town. But you look at places like Philadelphia. Um, I think it was in West Philadelphia. You know, like fucking born, born and raised. But um, no, it was, there's a documentary on HBO which documents this, where like it's they, they're considered like food deserts, where like they don't have anything else but like little corner stores where all they sell is chips and you know these high sugar items, and they don't have any grocery stores whatsoever. And it's not that they're, you know, people don't have enough money for it because they've tried to implement that, you know, you know, put these places, forced places here and they've, they've actually thrived. But it's just like, like when, when you watch Boys in the Hood, you know, when his dad's talking about why do you think there's a liquor store and a gun shop on every corner? Why? You know, that population control. Yeah, I mean... Because the fucking, that's what, that's like I said, man, I think that it's the demographics, you know, you, these stores, you know, the high-end stores don't want to, don't want to, honestly, they don't want brown people to go to their stores, mm-hmm. they don't want people that don't have money, and uh, on this town, you know, there's probably, you know, on that side of town, there's, that's where all the white people live, you 
honestly. And they all have money because they have good jobs. You know, and that's not exactly white people. There's you know, there's different. Yeah. It's it's all mixed over there. Mostly white though. Yeah. Like 95, 98, 99 percent white. And that they're gonna be all this all the you know the good brand stores, the high end stores, they're gonna go over there because they know that they're gonna sell shit. You know, and there's not gonna be any poor people coming. Making it look bad. Because poor people, I don't know, you, do you live, do you have like a homeowners association? Not here, no. Not here, no, but um, yeah, you know, people complain about the kind of people that are around their neighborhood. Mm. And if people see, if rich white people or just rich people in general see some you know, poor people, they're not going to want to go in that store and that doesn't give them any business. That's just the way that I see it. And I, mean, and that's, I guess that can be population control, too. I don't know. And I think that's, like, the one time in the, <laughs> in the world's history where the trickle-down effect has been, you know, effective is, you know, you do, I mean, who does that come from? The rich. The rich have that mindset. They don't want to be around, you know, brown people. They don't want to be around poor people because they're seeing... It's like Trump's point of view. If he, when, they, when they asked him, you know, why don't you have anybody that's not a millionaire in your cabinet? And he goes, because, basically, you know, just to paraphrase him, he goes, well, because I don't want any dumb people in my cabinet. Which which implements that there's only dumb, if, if you're poor, you're dumb. And if you're rich, you're really smart. Which, to me, I mean, is ridiculous. You know, you have a lot of people, I mean, I'm not rich by any means necessary, but, you know, I consider myself smarter than, you know, a lot of billionaires and millionaires out there. I'm sorry, I'm a little, uh, I've had a little bit to drink and other, among other things, that's honest, that was the <laughs> point that I made earlier that you're talking about, and I'm over here deviating from it. Yeah, it's, of course it's population control. All that, you know, the rich, the poor, you know, like Trump saying that shit, it's because of the news yep. showing us that the only people that commit crimes are blacks and Mexicans, you know, and that's, you know, obviously this motherfucker watches the news, motherfucker tweets about it, oh, I'm watching Fox and Friends, yeah. I can't do a Trump impersonation. And they so see he obviously watches the news and he sees all oh, all the fucking you know the, the black kids in Chicago are shooting everybody you know all blacks are violent like that and that's what everyone thinks because that's where our entire lives since the twenty four set the twenty four seven news cycle thing came in where you see all that shit they've all they've just been fed you know all the crimes that the black people commit you know yeah. on the daily like that and that programs people yeah. It's some 1984 George Orwell shit. He was he was just letting everyone know what was going to happen. He wasn't saying, "Oh, this is could happen." No, he already knew that's the way it was heading. He was just telling everybody to to like just piggyback off that for a second. Is um, recently we were talking about. I posted something on Facebook about that movie, The Mummy, that was coming out. Oh yeah. And I was pointing out how like, why don't they actually have like black actors playing the the role of like the mummy or whatever. And I did it as kind of a joke slash I was fucking, like, kind of upset. Because if you look at those, like, um, that, like, history in the world where you have, like, this, like, one of the most advanced civilizations and they're, they're like, you know, their gods are, like, covered in gold and they have all this gold and they're super, like, mathematically advanced and they're building all these, uh, they're building the pyramids, which, like, we still look back and marvel at, like, their, like how genius it was and their whole these, government and social structure yeah, too yeah these are all like black people but we look back at it and like Hollywood will always paint them as white and paint them as like just like anything but black but I feel like a lot of it has to do with um I, I don't know if it's the government or I don't know if it's the media or whatever it is 
<laughs> or the Jews, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you want to say no, it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you want to say it is, but there is like this little thing where it's like, um, like we can't give any like you know, sense of empowerment towards black people. Like, yeah, you know, like you guys aren't good at math. You guys aren't good. Like you guys aren't. You guys weren't ever royalty, even though you guys kind of had like the biggest, most advanced, like civilization. And we still look back and marvel at, like, how it was, like, aligned to the stars and aligned to, like, you guys could predict eclipses, like, millions of years in the future. And, like, you know, same thing with the Aztecs. Like, I feel like society, anytime that you have, like, someone with, like, a, a minority that had, like, these, these like, darker skin complexions, like, we'll never want to portray them as being a smart... Like, you know, we have to put a white actor to play Jesus now. We have to play... I mean, I don't know how you guys feel what skin color Jesus was, but I have a hard time believing that it was a white dude. But well, I mean, yeah, no, there's no way he could. Be. <laughs> yeah, and I have a hard time believing Look, that Jesus looked like Bin Laden. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that uh, Egyptians were white. I, I I believe that they look like their paintings, and I believe that they were black people. And I believe, and it's just like I feel like Hollywood always has like this like like thing that tries to hold like black people down where it's like no you guys weren't that smart like we gotta put a black or we gotta put a white actor there to put to fill that void and i feel like that part is is kind of like hollywood's way of holding people down like a little bit of oppression in that sense you know and then you know maybe it goes back to that fluoride in the water where it's like yeah that's fine i think too though i mean i mean a lot of i mean if there's any conservatives that look at this thing whitewashing yeah they might they might fire back as like, well, why, why are all your um, actors so liberal or what and whatnot? But I mean, to me, it, it it's it, it's true because I mean Hollywood, it doesn't start with um, what's that actress's name who Natalie Portman? No, not Natalie Portman. The older lady that fucking got the Charlie Helen Mirren. No, not Helen Mirren. Um, she's like really good at acting and stuff. Glenn Close. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, yeah. When Meryl Streep got on her soapbox or whatever, you know, yeah. basically said everything that we, we felt. Um, you know, that's just an actor making at most, you know, like $10 million per film. The actual studios that are owned yeah. by these multi-billionaires... Who get to pick the actors. Like, yeah, who get yeah. to pick the actors. I mean, they're the ones that are actually, you know, controlling all. You know? But that's that whole like Michael Jackson. I'm sorry, uh, Michael Jordan. Like, we all know Michael Jordan, yeah. but we don't know who owns the Bulls. Exactly, yeah. the people that move in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, they're trying to fix that though, didn't you see? They just hired or not hired. They accepted a diverse cast to the Academy now, so they get to oh, Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, the Rock. He's an he's an Academy member now. He can he has a say in who wins awards and all that. The Rock wins. Well, yeah, you know that's how they decide. They have oh. Academy members. Academy members and they just get to like a lot of white old white dudes. Well, that's the Star Wars shit. That's the award show, but I'm talking more but like you, you know. I, I get what you're saying, but they're trying to you know they're trying to diversify more. You know, yeah. trying to get rid of that sending that whole idea of only white people sells mm-hmm. shit. You know, that only white people can make money. Yeah, we. I won't be happy until they put Chris Tucker on there. <laughs> He's probably in it. He's probably been in there. Oh man, but, Chris Tucker's a treasure. National treasure. He better be in fucking New Friday movie. That's all I know. They're making. So I don't like his last stand up. I don't know if you guys watched it. No, I, I didn't bother. With I'm it. like, I, I thought he was like dead. I thought he died. I heard he like. <laughs> <laughs> you made me snort. Sorry. 
Anyways, and is there any other conspiracies we should hit on? I mean, I feel like we, we JFK. Have, I mean, why didn't we ever talk about JFK? As well? Yeah, let's talk. Oh, well, I mean, that does tie into the whole MK Ultra thing, you know. Yeah. Where that's he, dude, he, I believe like, MK Ultra. Honestly, like I think that. Well, MK Ultra is like fact. Like that is like a CIA like released that paperwork. Yeah, yeah, but they, you know, they never they just released the paperwork, but they, you know, there was never any evidence that they actually pulled it off. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, what did you learn from from MK Ultra, and then that all that is all blacked out. Like it's just like, yeah, we did this, yeah, exactly. we did these experiments, but we can't tell you how we apply. Like, but yeah, I believe you can fucking give someone some psychedelic and. Brainwashing them to doing some yeah. shit. Like yeah. I was on fucking shrooms not that long ago, <laughs> and I fucking I convinced myself that everybody that I knew was a figment of imagination or like an extent, a stretch of my personality. I'm very real, Anthony. Well, okay, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 check it out, check it out. And like, a, like a, they were like a, like an extension of my personality, uh-huh. you know. And I started thinking like, fuck, I'm a, I'm a god. Like when I was just born here, I just showed up. It doesn't, you know. That's what happened. I just showed up here and I created everything around me because I was lonely. Like I was talking about the entire universe. So like <laughs> I just showed up and I created the entire universe God damn because I didn't want to be alone. Go. Yeah. And you know I was convinced. You know, and then in the end it just was. You know, after I came down a little bit, I was just I realized that I'm an egotistical bastard. And I, need to, <laughs> I need to tone it down a little bit. You know? But yeah, you can fucking you can think some wild shit. You can convince yourself of some wild shit when you're on some psych- and psychedelics. Well, the, the thing about it is uh, MK Ultra. one of the origins of it was uh, that Russia was um, experimenting with some, like, girls that they found in, like, some small village. And according... Like, they had footage of her, like, moving small items on a table. And so, like, the United States wanted to find, like, a counter to that. So they were giving them, like, LSD. They were giving them, like, DMT to... Because, you know... I don't know how much you guys know about DMT, but a lot of times it'll give it'll give you the sense of like you can see like like a different dimension beings from a different dimension and so God. yeah, God. pretty much all of a sudden you'll start you'll start questioning the reality that you're in and you'll start saying like, hey, maybe there's a different dimension and we can contact these other beings using DMT, and so the government was very interested in all these things, and that's kind of where MK Ultra starts playing in and like. And you know what they learn is they they learn that that opens your mind and makes you smarter and question everything. So that's why that shit's super illegal. Yeah, and it, that's another thing for population control right there. And that's also why weed's illegal because they don't want you smoking that shit because that shit makes you think and question everything, question your reality, your government, your ideas, what you've learned. You know, all the shit we learned like all the shit we learned in school, dude. It's all, it's all propaganda. We don't know the real story. Yeah. History. That was all. That's because America went. One thing I will say about weed, and you said like that's the reason why weed is illegal. One of the things uh, that meant to arrest blacks and Mexicans. Yeah, well, I feel like weed is illegal. One to arrest blacks and Mexicans, but two is like the minute you start smoking weed, especially like when you start smoking on a regular day basis, you start kind of to forget all the like the bullshit things that like don't really matter in your life. All of a sudden, like you kind of start having like a different sense of uh, what's what's actually valuable in your surroundings. I mean, not that you stop caring about like paying your bills, cause, you know, <laughs> but you start giving up, like you, you start like seeing like celebrity tabloids or something, you're like, fuck that shit, I'm gonna, like that's pointless to me. And I, th- I think that that kind of mentality is like scary to a government. Like, 
And I feel like that's the reason why it would be illegal. I just came back from a pee pee break. So did that's you guys true. talk about? I just heard you know the, the weed stuff. We talked about grinder the entire time we were gone. Damn, don't sweat blood. Um, but yeah, to me, I heard weed though also too. You know the big um, campaigner to get. I don't know if you talked about this or not. Is that you know Rockefeller? You know he owned a lot of timber because he owned a lot of uh, newspapers and stuff, and like that was a threat to his industries. Oh yeah, hemp, the whole hemp thing. Yeah, uh-huh. like that. That's that was like a big reason why. And I, I tried to do like my balanced research on that, like to see like okay, well, if l- let me see the other side of it, so that way you know I'm not all on one side of this. Like what would, you know if he you know had all these uh, timber businesses as well. Why wouldn't he just convert that all over to hemp? And I guess the answer to that was, you know, the counter response to that was um, that it was too expensive. You know, it was easier to just keep going through what he was doing uh, with, you know, the way he was going about it with his timber industry as opposed to, you know, opening up. Because he had a monopoly almost of all of this. And if he, you know, if hemp would have went through, it would have created all these rival businesses, which well, would yeah. eventually would have took him down. I mean, I mean, think of it this way. In like, the long run. How long does it take to grow a fucking tree? It takes, a long time. It takes a long time to grow a fucking tree. How long does it take to grow weed? It takes, like, if you grow weed for two years, you have a pretty good weed plant going on there. And if you did that, you multiply two that. Two years. Well, like... Does it take, like, a month now? Well, like, yeah, like a month. But let's say you, you like, took, like... The like um, the way like field workers grow trees like like a like a pear tree or an apple tree, like if you gave them two years, you would be able to like create an endless amount. Like, you would have like all of a sudden like which house, which houses would be so cheap because like the building material would be so cheap because if you made houses out of hemp, it'd be so cheap as opposed to making it out of trees. And not only that, like you know hemp is easier to grow which you don't need all you know the expensive ass materials to grow it which created you know more uh, comp- which would have created more competition for him in the long run yeah so yeah that's another reason why too yeah there's there's a lot of reasons it's it's cheaper um it's earth friendlier because one a tree takes up so many minerals from the earth we doesn't take that many minerals from the earth it, it's just you it's, get high. It's, you get high. It's less flammable than actual wood, so, like, houses would be harder to burn down. Like, and all of a sudden, you have all these things that are, like, why why aren't we doing this? And it's just, like, again, we go back to those red flags. Like, this isn't really a conspiracy theory, but once you start having all these red flags and you start saying, seeing, like, hey, that makes more sense than how we're doing things, you kind of just got to put, like, a little check note to that, say, maybe I should question it a little more. I voted to legalize weed. I don't know about you guys. Um, no, I don't vote, man. <laughs> I just smoke it. I smoke it, and I don't care. <laughs> I, I want to smoke it, but I can't. I got a good government job, so I'm part of MK Ultra. So. But anyways, <laughs> on that note. So you want to just wrap it up, or what do you want to do? Oh, shit. Got... This is kind of long. Yeah. yeah what are we at? One up to it's only 23 minutes over an average. Uh-huh, so. Anyways, um, I was thinking the uh, next podcast we can go over a uh, fucking... Because we this was supposed to be like slash conspiracy slash uh, paranormal activities. So. What are you... Uh, I don't know anything about aliens, honestly. What about ghosts and demons and shit? I don't believe in any of that. La Bruja? 
My La Llorona. La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> my mom's in a Santa Rita and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Fucking, I want to hear about that right now. Well, we got we got a fucking endless amount of fucking memory on this computer, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> this I is mean, like a fucking 1997. Look, Santa Rio supposedly you uh, can talk to the dead, and you have like, and it's not necessarily like good dead, like it'd be demons. Yeah. And you, uh, I guess you draw, I don't know, fucking power from them, or I don't. I don't know what that's all about. You, I guess you get luck and luck and all that shit. You know, good, goodwill or all that. You know, just a bunch of fucking good karma for yourself. Just everything's gonna go good for you. And I guess you summon spirits when you do that shit. Like you do like crazy rituals and stuff. You open and, the door um, for good and bad. Yeah, you open the yeah. Well, you do when you do that. You know, but that's the risk that they take. You know, but no. the worst that it, well, I never really saw any ghosts or anything because of that. Like I know like my family other people in my family have like they've seen dead people and shit I never wow. have like the worst thing that happened was you know I felt like something was sucking the life out of me one time that I was asleep but that was just what's that shit called the sleep paralysis you know oh. I was just like stressed out or something I know Ben had that too for yeah. a while sleep paralysis is definitely one of the things that interests me a lot like the minute you said that like my ears perked up um, but that, that's what I think I think that's a lot what ghosts are just people with sleep paralysis well let me well, I don't know if it's ghosts or demons or just other spirits, yeah, yeah. but let me tell you about my um, my experiences. I, I really do believe in it. I don't know what it is. Um, all I know is it's kind of numb to me for the rest of my life. That's why I'm not afraid of cemeteries. I grew up by a cemetery, like literally there's a cemetery right across the street from my house. Um, now, this house that I grew up in, um, it wasn't always the the safe haven that it is now like when you walk in there you see like all this like religious you know uh, stuff in there because my mom she's like a she's an ordained priest basically she marries people now but over the years everyone's always called her pastor pam but when we first moved into that house you know now it's like one of the nicer houses on the blocks too by the way but when we first moved in it was one of the worst houses on the blocks and you know my mom was a single mom and she wanted to you know actually own a house as opposed to renting it because I think we had to leave our old house because our old landlords had a divorce and we had to move or whatever. My mom was like, you know what? I don't want to deal with, you know, you know, landlords and renting and whatnot. So she bought a house. It wasn't the greatest house at all, but it was what she could afford at the time. And I just remember the grass was about up to my neck. I was about six years old. Um, it was all dead. And we would always find, like, like we, we spent a good, like, three or four months before we actually moved into this house, like, just cleaning it up, mowing the lawn, bombing the house for cockroaches and whatnot. But this house literally looked like one of the houses you would see, like, on Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. And I remember the first night we got into this house, a lot of creepy shit happened. Now, to backpedal a little bit, this house was owned by a heroin addict before my mom you know purchased it um and she had a lot of people living there with her they think that at the time her next door neighbor said there was about 25 people living in there and they said a lot of creepy shit would happen in that house now when we were cleaning up the house we would discover weird weird shit uh, the first thing we did was we shampooed the carpet and right in the front in the middle of the living room we found these wax 
imprints in the ground. And little by little, like the more we would shampoo, the more it became an image of a pentagram. And fuck. Yeah, it was creepy shit. I didn't know what it meant. I just thought of fucking, oh, look about me a star. My mom started to freak out. And so we started asking neighbors, like, what kind of creepy shit would go on back here? And they were like, you know what? I don't know. There would be fucking uh, dark uh, figures moving in, uh, you know, candles, and just weird things would happen, you know. And then they would walk over to the cemetery um, at the end of the night. And we didn't really question it. We didn't want to know what was going on. And so we were like, okay, whatever. And so we got to the backyard and there was this shed and we could never get into the shed. Well, my dad, he was a foreman in the oil fields at the time and he got some bolt cutters and he opened up the shed. And there was all these cages, like like animal cages. Um, and we found like dead, you know, rabbits in there and stuff. And it was just smothered with blood all over the place. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking disgusting, you know? But like, not just like smothered, but like wiped on the walls of the inside of the shed. And so, you know, we tore it down and whatever. And then we started to find like little, like, you know, old school, like knives, like like creepy things with like cra- like engraved moons and stars on them and stuff, like, like handmade, you know, like sacrificial knives and whatnot. And that was just the weirdest thing ever. And then we're painting the house, and we would find footprints where you wouldn't expect footprints, like on the ceiling. Like, how the fuck are you going to have a footprint on the ceiling? Like, that didn't make no sense, you know? Like, it, they weren't tall enough to where, like, you can throw someone up there and, like, have them walk up on the wall or anything like that. It, it, it was just the creepiest thing ever. And so we finally move into the house the first night, and I remember taking a bath and like I said I was about six years old so my mom had the door open and she goes I'm gonna go outside and get the mail real quick now this from the bathroom to where my mom went to get the mail was probably like a good 200 feet away so I heard her go outside leave her door open and the front door open and the bathroom door open and then all of a sudden I just hear a voice say Jacob come here Jacob come here and it wasn't my mom's voice but I was like mom and I get out of the tub and I look my mom's on the edge of the of the front yard which is another like maybe 200 300 feet talking to the neighbor and we're alone in this house there's nobody there and I freak out I put on my clothes and I run outside to my mom and she's like what the hell you're supposed to be taking a bath and I told her about this and she was just be quiet just get inside and get ready to go to bed so that night I'm still kind of creeped out I lay down in my bed, and at this time I have this bunk bed that's not quite put together yet, and I'm sleeping on the top bunk. And I shut, the, I have the door shut because I'm kind of freaked out at this point. Like, oh, that was weird. I don't know what the hell that was. And we don't know. None of our neighbors like had any anybody that knew my name. They knew my mom, but nobody that knew my name. So I knew like, how the hell? What what the hell is this that knew my name? And so I shut the door, and I'm laying there. I can't sleep and then all of a sudden my bedroom door opens and I didn't say anything and I just look over and when I look over it's just this dark silhouette walking slowly and looking at me I can feel its presence looking at me and I'm 
I'm looking right at it and I can't see any facial features or anything. It's just a dark silhouette. And it's bigger than my mom. And it was, like I said, it's just me and my mom in the house. My dad didn't live with us at this time. And it's a man's body and just slowly walks in to the room. Gets on top of my toy treasure chest that's parked in front of my bed and proceeds to sit down and watch me for the next seven to eight hours until sun comes up. And I just remember before my, my mom came in to get me for school, everything went white. And then all of a sudden my mom is there. And I didn't sleep one wink that night. So I don't know what the hell that was. Now, my mom at the same time, she was going through some shit as well. It wasn't my experience, but it was still creepy nonetheless. Now, my mom's bed at the time, it was this water bed. And she um, kept hearing these these needles hit her, 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 her headboard. And she thought it was me at first, but she was scared to death because she had the door open as well. Sorry, everybody. Uh, my girlfriend just came home. <laughs> it was kind of creepy. But anyways, my mom, at the same time, the same night, she uh, was going through some shit as well. Now, she had a waterbed, like I was explaining, and she just kept seeing tacks and nails and things that we had um, around the house at this time when we were fixing up the house being thrown at her headboard. And she just remembered being freaked out and not wanting to move because she thought, oh shit, if I move, I'm going to fucking puncture this bed and you know all this water is going to go everywhere. So she just stood there. And her door was shut the whole time, so she knew it wasn't me. Now, when I woke up, when she came to wake me up for, um, for school that day, she said she asked, I remember her asking me what what was wrong because I guess my face was my face was just pale white and my eyes were wide open and, she, and I said mom I think somebody was in the room with me the whole night and my mom told me her story as well so my mom's like you know what I'm gonna call the priest you know we're gonna have this house blessed or whatnot because you know that that is crazy you know everything that we keep seeing in this house you know it, it, it's just too much you know I, I don't know if I made a mistake by moving here or not. So, she's at the table, you know, filling out paperwork, like a change of address form, you know, for the post office. And I'm, you know, sitting on the floor, tying my shoes. And then all of a sudden, we hear this knock in the middle of the house. There's a wall that separates the bedroom, you know, from the living room. And we just hear this. And we both look at each other, and we run the fuck out the front door. And we don't even fucking question it at all. What the hell is in our house, right? So, my mom's cousin is married to this priest. And she says, I don't know, there's all this crazy stuff going on. There's a star in the middle of my fucking house, like, it's burned in with, with wax candles. I don't know what the hell is going on. My son's freaked out. I don't know what's going on with him. I, somebody was throwing nails on the, onto my bed. And in fact, in the backtrack on that as well, my mom, when she woke up that morning, she didn't see any nails um, on the floor or anything. She expected to see this whole puddle of nails and everything on the, the side of her bed, and she didn't see anything. So she, she, she tells the priest all this and everything that, you know, is going on, and he says, Ma'am, or Pam, you don't need a house blessing. You need a fucking exorcism done on this house. So... 
they come over. We don't. I don't go to school. My mom shuts down her daycare for the day, and um, all like about three or four priests roll deep onto our house, and they come in like fully robed out, you know, fucking gallons of like fucking holy water and like all these like weird chain things. And they say and they told us, "Ma'am, you're gonna need to get you and you know everybody that lives here, you know, including all animals." off of the property we, we need to you know exercise whatever is in this house out of this house so we're st- basically standing in the middle of the street my dad comes or whatever and so I'm in the back of the bed of his truck and we're just hearing all these crazy fucking noises coming out of the house you know just typical like the exorcist it is Christ who compels you and then you just hear no and we're freaking out and about this time some of our neighbors start to like come out of their house and start to wonder what the fuck is going on over there and so they're in there for a good five or six hours and then they come out and they say okay we think it's safe to go in there now so I'm looking at my mom and I'm looking at my dad I'm thinking like I ain't going back in that fucking house and you know my cousin's husband who's a priest says you know we assure you everything's okay now you know just just, you know, make sure, you know, that, um, you know, if you have any other problems, make sure you just call us right away, you know, because, you know, there was something in here, um, probably due to who lived here in the past, you know, what, whatever spirits they brought in, you know, want to be here. And so, we, I go to sleep that night, nothing happens. The next night, nothing happens. And then Friday happens. Was it the 13th? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But anyways, to give a little story on what happened next, we had this dog in the backyard named Duke. Now, he was half Rottweiler, half Labrador Retriever. And he was this humongous fucking dog. He was crazy. He he, he was a man-eater. We couldn't walk him. No one else could go in the backyard unless we were there with you because he just hated people and... He, he, he was basically the dog from the Sandlot, basically. Like, he was this, this huge monster. So, as ritual with my mom, you know, when the last daycare kid left uh, the daycare, she would take all the money in and deposit it into the bank. And the bank was literally, like, five minutes away from our house. So, it took my mom, like, five, six minutes to do this. So, I'm in the backyard playing basketball or whatever. You know, and Duke's back there, of course, just, you know, happy as can be. And mind you, like I said... We don't walk this dog at all. We don't have any leash for him. We don't own any rope or any chains or anything like that. Remember that. So my mom takes me, hey, I got to go to the bank. Let's let's get in the car. We go to the bank for that six-minute trip. When we get back from the bank, all of a sudden we just hear this, and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is that? You know, it can't be our dog Duke. You know, he's... He, this beast among beasts he's the Brock Lesnar of fucking dogs like no one's gonna like why would he be crying there's that would that's not him did he oh shit did another dog break in and he's you know got him cornered or whatever that's where our minds went so we go to the backyard and mind you like I said there was all sorts of crazy you know knives and shit in that backyard and the tree that grew right behind that shed that we tore down, our dog Duke was tied around this tree. 
multiple chains and leashes and ropes to the, to the point where he was almost suffocating. And I don't know who the hell did it. I don't know where they got all this material from all of a sudden. But there's no way in hell an actual man or even a couple of men could have done this to this dog. This dog was crazy. This dog was vicious. There's no way that would have happened. And even that time period, five or six minutes, that that could have happened. So what happens? My mom calls the priest again. And they fucking have to get the archbishop from Fresno to come down and fucking do a fucking exorcism. Another, an additional exorcism on this house. You gotta get corporate in this bitch. Yeah, they fucking... <laughs> they had to get the fucking cardinal in this motherfucker. But, I mean, long story short, I've, I've seen and felt extraterrestrial... Or, not extraterrestrial, <laughs> but supernatural things like that. And for me, I mean, it's scary as fuck. And just seeing my dog, like, tied up to a tree or whatever, like, that, I mean, that's hella scary as well. But to me, like, that's why I can go to a, a horror movie and not feel, like, an ounce of, like, fear or anything because I know it's nothing compared to, like, the realness of that. And I think that's another reason why, like, when Paranormal Activity first came out, like, that's why, like, that's the only movie to this date that's ever really struck, like, that fear in me because... To me, like, that's the only real, like, ghost, or the real, like, monsters out there. Yeah, they probably practice a lot of Santeria at that house. I, probably. Something. But, anyways, everybody, to end that on a happy note, do you guys have anything else to say? I'm scared now. Um, I don't want to go to sleep. You guys want to listen to some prints? Uh, yeah. Alright. Let's go so, like ghost prints. So, we're going to listen to the Batman soundtrack, everybody. Um. I hope you guys have a good night. Uh, just keep your buckles tight. Let's listen to Puff Daddy. Yo.